0: Thanks for clicking. You're listening to Time In with yours truly, Tommy Crunshaw. With me is always the man who unionized his elementary school, Mr. Anthony North.
1: Hey, how you doing? Uh, yeah, I tell you what, uh, when you talk about unionizing kids, uh, it takes a minute, but you know that's why you got a guy like me. I mean, you know, when I grew up, I gotta tell you, man, Jimmy Hoffa was my guy, and uh, and, and, and and from the time that I could actually read a book, I was studying uh, unionization and Jimmy Hoffa. So I got all the kids together and I explained how we were getting ripped off. It was a raw deal. They were talking about nap time only being thirty minutes. I'm telling you what. Uh, Nap time, 30 minutes, is a cruel, uh, unusual punishment. Uh, So I made it where the kids got to eat whatever they want, and then they got a nice three-hour nap time. And then when the teacher talked about... You know, turning in the assignment. Uh, I made sure she spoke to my attorney. Uh, she, don't, don't come to me about that nonsense. I got people. You can, you go talk to him, but, uh, you know, that, that school didn't, uh, last much longer after I left, unfortunately. But, uh, but while I was there, man, I had that, I had that under a pretty tight wrap. But I, I I'm, I'm all for the workers. I don't, I don't, I don't believe in, uh, listening to the man. Uh, do what you want, uh, but, uh, but organize, you know, get, get the word out.
0: Yeah, yeah yeah to get the word out uh and another guy who is not getting the word out is not with us uh, is Ricardo Lungus, and uh from what I understand he's at a hot air balloon extravaganza uh which uh, fits his bill uh if you don't understand uh he's uh Ricardo for those of you don't understand this Ricardo has about 400 parrots. And uh, he likes to take them on hot air balloon trips. And uh, apparently, there's a subculture of hot air balloonists that have parrots too. And it gets kind of dangerous because uh, parrots flying around hot air balloons—you can see where that would be a problem. But uh, yeah, 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 Anthony, you—you you were talking to me the other day, and uh, what, what, what's his status there?
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it, he's all right. Uh, you know, it's—it's. It's, there's been a couple parrots that've been coming down with like a little, a little like sniffle. Uh, and and when the parrots start sniffling, they all start mimicking each other, Uh, and then you never know which one's actually sick, and which one's just mimicking the other ones, Uh, so he's had to be doing a lot of, uh, I don't know, a lot of these like bird tests, uh, and you know, you have to uh, set them up so they fly across the room through little bitty uh, rings, and uh, holes in the wall, and then uh, you test their intelligence, and then you ask him a few questions. Uh, I don't know. He's been pretty tied up. I mean, to me, it seemed like overkill. I figured, you know, if the bird doesn't, uh, if it's sick, it's just a sick bird. But Ricardo wasn't having that. I mean, he, he's he's a kind of guy who gets down nitty-gritty, uh, you know, checks every base. I mean, that, that, he's a thorough, detailed kind of guy.
0: Yeah. Yeah, it's a guy who painted the entire inside of his house white with speckles uh that way uh visitors can't like see like if the birds have been messing in the place uh it's kinda of disgusting really but uh yeah I I, I I i when I hear the trash Ricardo we hope he's uh having an okay time with the, with all the sick parrots and they don't come out with another flu that makes egg prices go up to like four thousand dollars uh but I'm not saying that we're uh, you know you, you don't buy no p- parrot eggs you never see those at the supermarket it's just uh, hen eggs but uh there's other eggs out there. People eat like, uh, you know, like quail egg. I guess you could eat a parrot egg. Uh, maybe that's, uh, maybe that's why he collects I don't know. Uh, but, uh, yeah, we, we, we got some stuff to talk about. And, uh, you guys realize that sometimes we have to record these a like day in advance. We're, we're talking about two of the NFL wildcall games, uh, because you guys are listening to this probably on a Monday or Tuesday. We're talking about, uh, Saturday's games. Uh, so we're not sure the outcome of the other ones, but we'll talk about those later. But, uh, we we want to talk about uh, 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 first. Uh, uh, which one you want to talk about, there, Anthony?
1: Yeah, I mean, I think we got to talk about the game everybody's talking about, uh, and and that's uh, Trevor Lawrence. I mean, uh, Trevor Lawrence and uh, the Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh, I mean, that was that's a miracle. I mean, I don't know, I don't know how to put it. They they came back against a team that never blows big leads. Uh, you know, known for being a solid four quarter football team. You know, the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. So. What I saw, I don't know what I saw blew my mind. I think Trevor Lawrence might have, uh, like had the greatest Jekyll and Hyde show of all time. I mean, the guy came out and, and he did the okey doke. He Came out through four interceptions, three of them to Asante Samuel Jr., who, yeah. uh, you know, is not, uh, a charger. Or, or- or Jaguar, I don't know. He got very confused, just like me. Uh, and and the guy was running great routes, and he just kept hitting him with the ball. But then they kept saying it was, uh, you know, send uh, Los Angeles. I'm gonna I'm gonna have a hard time with this game, man. It just blew my mind up. Uh, I don't know how to put it in words. Uh, but what I saw was Jacksonville. Uh, you you can't beat Duval. I mean, you just can't beat them. I mean, they have a home game. They have fourteen point deficits. You know, this game twenty seven point deficits you can't put him away. I mean, you know, the spirit of Jacksonville uh, is too much. Uh, it's just too much.
0: Duval, yeah, I mean, I don't. I didn't get to see the. I, I missed the pregame. I didn't see if they had the guitar guy come out. Uh, uh Paul Wayne. But uh, they must have had. They must have called him on the phone during halftime and said, "Hey, guy, uh, you know, play that song f- uh, for me like they did in Back to the Future." And they pretend like uh the Chuck Berry learns how to play the guitar from Michael J. Fox. Uh, which, uh, you know, really upset a lot of people, including myself. That's come on. You can't just, uh, play with that kind of thing. But, uh, yeah, they called them. They said, Hey, uh, listen to this, there, pals. And then the stadium got rocking, uh, thinking of uh, Paul Wayne, who really should be riding in a Harley like the, uh, the Minnesota Vikings, uh, character. But, uh, yeah, so that, yeah, there's a tale of two games. I mean, that's, uh, ultimately, I mean, you, I mean, you had uh, the first half, it was 27 to 7. Uh, with the Chargers charges uh, taking command, and Jacksonville came in and scored, you know, at the last minute in, in the half. And then you say, "Oh wait, Jacksonville does know to play football," and they did the second half, twenty four to three, they outscored them. And everybody is coming and and trashing. Uh, uh, Brandon Staley criticizing him, Rex Ryan's criticizing him. Uh, the, the, t- Tony Shaloub is um no that's uh sorry that's an uh, actor. Uh, but I uh, was watching some old episodes of Monk. Great show, but uh, yeah. So, uh, the uh, but but anyway, a lot of uh, people. Uh, maybe I was thinking of uh, Tony Dungy, uh, but, uh, but Staley is just not a great clock manager. Apparently, uh, he's a young guy. The criticism is he's not uh, learning from the old school guys. Uh, he just always uh, anyway wants to play a different game instead of playing chess, he wants to play checkers, uh, and uh, that just doesn't work apparently uh, because the guy uh, with that carnival hat that you get the visor with the fake hair on it that a lot of uh, people wear on the golf courses. Uh, 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 Doug, you know, Doug Peterson uh, looks like he should be the uh, caddy for John Daly or something like that. Uh, but um, I want to see him cracking up in a causal light on the sideline or something like and, uh I'm sorry, it's Jacksonville, Natty Ice, whatever they drink down there. Um, great town. Uh, but uh, anyway, but, but my point is, is that uh, he's just a smarter coach, it looks like. Um, and it doesn't matter how much Al Michaels is trash in the NFL. Uh, uh, I don't know if you guys got wind of that one. We can talk about that for just two seconds. You know, Al Michaels came out with a big expose piece. Uh, that, you know, that, uh, you know, if, if the, if, if Bob Walters was still alive, she would have interviewed him. Uh, but, uh, he's come out and said that, uh, that Thursday night football is garbage, that I'm not a used Mazda salesman. Uh, I drive a used Mazda, by the way, on Michaels. I don't appreciate that comment. Um. I treasure my 1992 yeah, I mean, Miata. What, man,
1: I use Mazda uh, beats a new Chevy any day uh, and, and I don't care like uh, who the NFL sponsors are I don't know why he's picking on Mazda I mean it, there's they've done nothing wrong to anybody they're a reliable economical vehicle with a lot of great features uh, and, and, and look Al Michaels has passed his time uh, if you ask me about this one because the NFL I mean 12 to 9 no touchdown you know Colts Broncos that's classic football I mean that's bringing it that's bringing a uh, you know all all the, all the strategy to life, you know, which uh, which hash are you going to kick the ball from, you know, what's the win, what's the distance. I mean, talk about John Daly. I mean, Doug Peterson would have been the guy for that game. Uh, but, I, but I tell you what, man, last night, Doug Peterson, he knew the down and distance. I mean, the guy knew uh, fourth and one late in the game. We're not kicking any field goals here. Uh, the wind's too strong, you know, and, and I know my kicker. I mean, that ball draws to the right, and it's awful. So he brings out the T formation, all right. Uh, so you go back in football history, you you see all the great teams running this thing with the power Navy. backs, yeah, 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 exactly. So you run Navy, you run you run yourself a service service academy football, uh, and that's that's uh, the best kind of football if you ask me. But uh, but he runs it out, gets twenty yards, puts his team in a winning position. So now you got you got nothing between you uh, and, and winning the game. I mean, except for about 45 Five seconds, so they run it down, and, and, and sure enough, man, sure enough, he drills the kick, uh, but Al Michaels wasn't even uh, paying attention to that. He just saw the ref throw a flag on the ground, uh, wanted to know what the penalty was, uh, and then realized it was on the defense, uh, and, and then, uh, I don't know, and then he left, so uh, great great night uh, by Al Michaels, a uh, big fan of the NFL, guy who loves his job dearly. Uh, you know, this, this was a, a great way to end uh, a Jacksonville game, uh, deep in Duval. But I tell you what, man, they had Tedeshi trucks out there doing the national anthem. Uh, oh, yeah. and, and maybe Trevor Lawrence. I mean, I don't know. Susan Tedeschi can do things to you. So maybe, maybe Trevor just got a little too excited. You know, got his maybe got his mind off the game a little bit. Was thinking about what if I could play guitar like Derek Trucks? What if I could be that yeah. guy? I've got the long hair. I mean, I, I've got the licks. I can do it. And I, but I don't know. Doug Peterson had to snap his fingers and say, you know, wake up, Trevor. Get back in the game. You're not. You're not a rock and roll guitarist. You're an NFL quarterback, son. Get out there and throw the ball.
0: So they, so what you're saying is they, they, they doubled down on the Jacksonville thing. They uh, with the the music. They they took the, the the Paul Wayne guy. They said, okay, we're gonna take uh, basically Almond Brother royalty. Uh, uh, Derek Trucks, the Trucks' nephew uh, of the late Butch Trucks. Uh, the Almond Brothers. Uh, the drama, uh, but, uh, but but yes, which is uh, you know a lot of people associate them with Georgia, but they're from Jacksonville. They're both, and that's what Trevor Lawrence is. Uh, so he's connected they're like we're gonna connect this guy's energy we're gonna figure this out um I don't know that's like uh, I don't know what you I don't know what kind of comparison uh, you can make to that one that would have been like uh I don't know, like damn damn marino he's playing Miami you bring him some uh, some some uh, like a Pittsburgh uh the beef sandwich and and cover it in Cuban uh Potatoes or something. I don't know. I don't know what I'm talking about. Whatever you, but it just, they, yeah, they, yeah, yeah. they figured out the
1: Yeah, yeah. You kind of mix it up, right? You get your stuff with some crunchy uh, Cuban bread. Uh, you take your you take your uh, Pittsburgh beef, uh, you toss it on there, you know, a little spice, a little pepper. Uh, you know, was a side of mafungo, uh, and you got yourself a, an awesome Pittsburgh Miami. I, I mean, that was Dan Marino's dinner every night. I mean, that, you know, it was, it was just a nice Italian beef uh, sitting on a Cuban roll with a yeah. side of fungo. I mean, that guy knew how to eat, and, and you know, no, I'm not making a joke about his weight. I mean, everybody knows Dan Marino enjoyed himself uh, a, a full. Portion dinner, and there's nothing wrong with that because I mean, I I, same here. I mean, you know, it's it's how you do it, but uh, you know, and we talked about this. I mean, you know, that it's the it's the success of the of the position when you're the guy who's the best, you eat the most. That's how it works.
0: Yeah, yeah, and uh, yeah. So, and what about? I'm not saying it's roid rage because I'm not accusing this guy having roids, but uh, Joey Bosa. uh, I mean, he he was like a zip popping himself. Like, I, I don't know, like, he just on the sideline, like, I mean, not on the side, but on the field, he's just taking off his helmet, throwing it on the ground. Uh, you're lucky that thing to bounce up and hit him in the face and knock him out. Uh, that would have been funny. Uh, but, uh, no, I don't, I don't, I, hope, I like Joey Bosa. He, he's a great player. Uh, but he just was off the hinges and created some scenarios uh, for Jacksonville. And Jacksonville's like, thank you there, pal. Uh, yeah, yeah, the uh, Tadashi trucks got into your, your veins and you understood. They're probably playing in the background. Um, you know some like special like chords that create some rhythm changes or something like that uh, the NFL probably should look into that but uh, they probably won't uh, but they, yeah so um, you want to talk about the other the other game uh, yeah, which, I mean which, I, which, I
1: tell you what I mean talking about Joey Bosa I mean the fact of the matter is the guy gets upset because he wants to be Nick Bosa I mean he thought he was the alpha he was like I'm the first born I'm, I'm the guy that everybody yeah. wants you know that could be no one better than me uh, and then look Nick Bosa comes along plays the same position in the same school, uh, and then comes out and dominates. I mean, it would be like. But, be but like- wait, hang on, hang
0: on. You on to something? Hang on. But doesn't like Joey Bosa look like? Uh, you ever see like a cartoon where they have like the main guy and there's some evil clone of him? Doesn't he look like the Trevor Lawrence evil clone? Like Nick Bosa looks like? It's like he's like Superman playing like the bad Superman. Like that guy never wins. So like, clean yourself up, cut your hair, whatever you got to do. Uh, you can't be like the uh, you can't be the alternative uh, to, from alternate dimension. Uh, Trevor Lawrence, that just doesn't work. These guys are too much into the comic book super uh video games. But yeah, but but Nick, but yeah, Nick Bosa really was the clean, polish, take care of business. I'm sorry, I didn't mean to interject there, but
1: no I mean you're right I mean if you talk about clean up yourself and you know make yourself look good and you know you don't want to be the, the the evil spin-off of Superman then what you do is you become Nick Bosa and look Nick Bosa this is a, a good God fearing American uh, you know it, it doesn't question everything like Joey does so, you know you just have to accept things for the way they are sometimes stop trying to reinvent the wheel uh, but you know Nick Bosa out here you know he sees the ball he sees the quarterback he puts two and two together beats This man strips the ball, turns the game over on its head, uh, you know, all because of a couple of uh, dirty plays by the Seahawks. Uh, And the next thing you know, Oh, oh! Uh, shout out to Ricardo. Oh, uh, Brockus Pertius uh, is out here slinging dimes, making this game look easy. He would have had four touchdowns uh, if Brandon Ayuk had any hands. Uh, but the guy caught the ball like a pterodactyl uh, instead of, a you know, a guy with two working five-fingered hands. Uh, and that was the only difference, you know, in the game between, I mean, an absolute blowout uh, in a close game. Uh, really, it came down to a couple of key plays, but I don't know. You've been talking about this uh, Jonathan Abram guy, uh, which I was trying to figure out who he was, uh, but everybody's saying he pissed everybody off, so I don't know. Explain that one.
0: Dad, yeah, I, I think this is really – it blows my mind. Uh, you know, it, it, talk about uh, discipline. and Talk about Joey not having – Nick having discipline. Uh, on the other side of the ball in this game, uh, Jonathan Abram, uh, just, uh, is, 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 uh, a DB going after D.O. Samuel. And this is after catch, uh, early in the second half. And the game, by the way, 17-16, right? It, this is, uh, San Francisco's not blowing them away. People say they're like asleep at the wheel. They're just an autopilot. And John, uh, Jonathan Abrams, like, uh, at the end of the play, I'm going to see if you guys are awake or not. Uh, you know, and Nick Bosa says he poked the bear. So he just grabs his leg in the end of play and pulls it up as, uh, was on the ground, like he's trying to take off his shoe or something. I don't know what's going on in his mind. He's just like a, a rabid dog or something. Uh, and then all of a sudden, like everybody, it's like you're awoke in a haunts nest with the Niners and they're like, oh yeah, we are better than you. Um, uh, and they proved it, uh, because, uh, they, they, they went and outscored them 25 to six in the second half. They're in the uh, the uh, most lopsided ridiculous looking stadium that they spent eight billion dollars on. Get out of here with that garbage. Um they gotta tear that thing down. It's just an ugly anyway. But uh, I yeah, um I, I, I just don't understand why you're gonna pull the guy's leg uh and and, and get the whole team out of you. What, what what is that I mean, that is a classic Pete Carroll uh coach team. They're almost are going to make it deep in the playoffs, but they almost... Don't yeah, I, mean, I, think,
1: I think Pete Carroll drives people insane. Um I, you know, I, I, I just think they want him to calm down, relax, let us play the game. You don't have to go out there like a like a crazy room mom cheering on all the kids for making little plays. Uh and then when the look when they make a good play, you know, Pete Carroll's thinking about uh, you know, why's the world gotta be the way it is? And uh, you know, who was it that uh screwed my mom back in fifth grade? Uh and, and he doesn't have any time to to actually acknowledge what's going on so you know they try to get a little attention you know they do a few dirty things like i don't know maybe like write a card across the field with their middle finger in the air uh you know towards him, uh you know earl thomas style uh you know maybe they go like richard sherman uh decide that you know they've had enough here they're gonna let everybody in the world know how much they hate you uh or uh you know this jonathan abram former first round draft pick of the raiders that got cut goes out there, tries his WWE move, uh, but realizes, oh, shoot, this isn't wrestling. These players actually think this is serious uh, and and get pissed off, and now they want to come out here and and score a million points on us. Unfortunately, the Seahawks' secondary uh, is sorry because you have Jonathan Abram on the field. Uh, If you get cut by the Raiders, you should not be playing football any longer. That, you know, newsflash, the Raiders are not a great football organization. But, you know, you signed the guy, now you live with it.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. This guy is a wrestling guy, isn't he? I mean, this is the same guy as a Raider. He threw himself underneath a camera crane to like stop a game. Like, God, it's garbage. Cause then all of a sudden, like, after a few seconds, he bounces right back up. Like nothing ever happened, but he was dead two seconds ago. I mean, this guy's like a, he's like a possum. I, I just, I, or whatever. He's just, uh, I I don't know. He's got a lot of talent in him, but I think it's like some of these guys are just trying to overprove themselves. And, and then this is what happens. Uh, you, 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 yeah. So, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I, I just I, I, I don't know what else to say about this game other than a lopsided game and a lopsided stadium. Brock Purdy had the blessing of LeBron James, uh, just like Trev Lawrence had the blessing of Jacksonville, man. You get the blessing from greatness, you're going to
1: play yeah i mean if lebron james uh anoints you uh as the as the new captain you know of the bay uh you you have to show up and and brock purdy uh he shows up man i mean uh, look oakland's gone the raiders are gone uh jonathan abram you know wanted to bring back some flair maybe us uh, you know the crane memory uh you know everyone, in everyone the back of everyone's mind it was like you know watch what i can do to a joint uh, but you know, look, it didn't work. It was, uh, it, that, that was really the turn in the game. Jonathan Abram, let everyone down, you know, he should have finished the move. You know, you finish the move, uh, you drop an elbow, you know, right in his sternum and then you, and then you hold him down for the three count. Uh, but Jonathan Abram came up short. Uh, the ref, uh, blew, uh, you know, the whistle and said, that's enough. We're not playing uh wrestling out here anymore. Now get off the field. And dude, dude, the he didn't
0: even run. get a penalty flag for that.
1: No, no, he didn't get a penalty at all. I mean, the ref loves WWE wrestling, obviously, and he was cheering him on. He was like, look, you got to finish the move. I'll show you how to do it later. Uh, we got to keep playing football, though. That's what the people came out here to see. Uh, and the Seahawks, you know, the, they went wild. I mean, they wanted to see the move. Uh, Jonathan Aver's been doing it to all his teammates in practice. They were ready to see it in real life. Uh, uh, you know, but look, the NFL is just, you know, player safety above all. They said no no more wrestling antics out here. Just just simply bring the man to the Ground and then get up and walk back to the huddle, Uh, but Jonathan Abram wasn't having that, Uh, and and I don't blame him. I would I would have done the same exact thing. I would have said, "Look, I was about to do my thing, and and you blew the whistle. You don't even flag me. I mean, come on, draw a little attention. Treat me like Bosa. You know, act like I'm a celebrity. Make things uh, make things I do a big deal.
0: Yeah, maybe you should a clipboard in his hand like some basketball coaches. Uh, getting a good technical, get out of here with the garbage, throwing that thing around. Uh yeah, we're not here to talk about vanity basketball. But uh yeah, so uh, props help with wrestling. Uh sorry, I still trying to be topical here. But uh yeah, uh so uh I don't know. Usually, we try to end on a, a high note here, but well, uh, the, the,
1: high, the high note here is the game was in San Francisco, uh, and everybody is enjoying themselves a, uh, a wonderful high. Uh, it will never be uh, touched. Brock Purdy could do no wrong, uh, and you know uh, people in, enjoy uh, getting high. Uh, what else can I say?
0: But dad, d- yeah, we, we, d- yeah, we're, kiddos, we're talking about uh, high on. Uh, uh, the, the the great lattes because this was the, the battle of the coffee teams
1: and that's the end of the game thanks for listening to Time In with me, Anthony North Tommy Crenshaw, TTFN